Caroline, it's G. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today to Live with G. I know this second episode is a little delayed, or a lot, but with that being said, let's just get right into it. I'm so thankful that you guys are all tuned in just to give me 30 minutes or so of your time and just to hear my soapbox of the day, or of the week rather. Um, Obviously, I realized last week I was meaning to put out a podcast, and unfortunately things didn't go as planned, but um, that's okay. Nonetheless, here we are. So, The podcast episode that I was wanting to put out was going to be a monthly reflection, and it's a series I'd really like to actually be um, consistent in doing. And it's just going to be a reflection over my month. Um, I really try to set goals for my month, if not week, or even so far, like even as day. Um, Just goals of things I want to work on or things I just want to focus on and um, just want to grow in. And um, I was just going to do a reflection over January and February and just tell a little bit of my story and... um, a little bit of a testimony and everything. So, with that being said, let's get into it. So, it was probably a month and a half ago now. And, um, in the middle of January or so. And, um, I made a promise to myself. And... That promise was to change and to grow. And not just one of those times where I'm like, oh, yeah, I really want to, like, where I was hoping for change. It was, I was actually going to be proactive about it because where my life was at the time, I personally just felt like finally that was my breaking point and I didn't want to live like this anymore because what I was doing wasn't it. It was not getting me to where I was wanting to be. So, with that being said, I made this promise to myself. And I'm a very all-in or nothing person. And so, that same day I made a promise to myself, I also made the promise and made the decision to um I guess ask Jesus back into my heart and for him to just bless me and cleanse me from the world I was living for and for my fleshly desires and what's so crazy about that is within like 72 hours or so of praying the prayer that I did and having the moment with him that I did I felt completely freed from what was going on in the present time at like at the time and that just led me to want to know more and to just further grow my relationship with him, with Christ. So it's probably a week or so later, I started getting really consistent in my devotions and all that. And um, here I am now, really. And it's been a month and a half or so now, and I have completely made a 180 change of 
who I am and my values and my beliefs and I have standards now and um, boundaries and I have goals and aspirations and I know the Lord has a plan for me and all my trust is in him. But it wasn't like that. It wasn't like that all the time. What I mean by that is before this month and a half, for I would say three years, I was living for the world and my fleshly desires, trying to fill a void, trying to find true happiness, trying everything and anything I could to feel something and to feel fulfilled and whole. And I got to the point where I had absolutely everything my flesh desired. Absolutely had it, had it, like possessed it. And I wasn't satisfied. And I wasn't content. And I wasn't really happy. And of course, a lot of other things played into that. But I had everything that I thought I wanted. But in the same, I had nothing at all that I needed. And I did not know what to do. And the only thing that I knew possible of what to do in that moment and feeling the way that I was feeling was to ask God about it. And genuinely, it was kind of one of those cry out moments where I'm like, God, like, you know, what are you doing? Like, I have everything. Like, I'm supposed to be happy now. Like, but it wasn't his plan for me. Everything that wasn't his plan for me. And I was in a desperation, quite honestly. I was kind of desperate. So, I just made the choice to, little by little, follow him and really dive deep into the word and really pray to him. If you knew me a month ago, a month and a half ago, if you knew me within a three-year span, you don't know who I am now. I can tell you that for sure. And it's so crazy because this change that's overcome me and has redeemed me I don't even recognize myself of who I once was. And it's crazy because I don't even feel, like I feel set apart from myself when I lived from the world, lived for the world. I don't even know what it's like to even feel depressed or anxious anymore. And I pray to never feel those ways again. But, again, if you knew me a year ago, especially a year ago, like, in this time, I was struggling so much with depression, just to such an extreme extent for myself anyways, and now I'm freed from it, and I don't know what that's like. And again, like I said, I pray to never feel that way again, and I never will because I made that promise to myself that this change I made, it's here to stay. And I'm going to continue to grow and learn. 
But I will say, in the three-year span that I was living for what I wanted for myself, there was one thing, one thing that I prayed about and truly trusted God with wholeheartedly. And still to this day, I do. But there's just one thing, and it sounds kind of silly. It sounds not really like a great thing to be praying about, like to be the only consistent and stable thing in my life. But by all means, it really was. And that one thing was my finances. (laughs) Was I would pray in the past three years of living for the world. I would pray for God to always provide for me financially and for me to never have to worry about money and for me to be financially secure. And I would pray that not in like such a consistent sense, but I would pray every time I got paid or whatever it may be. And just, you know, I would always just be like, like I would throw my money around. And I kind of did it in a very, um, I wouldn't say, um, I guess what I'll say isn't a very like freewheeling way is I just throw my money around because I felt like, well, yeah, I can throw my money around and buy things that I probably shouldn't have been buying. And I say that in the sense of it was just very worldly desired things and that money will come back to me. God will provide for me. It's not a big deal because It's under control. And to this day, I can say out of everything, my mental and physical state, my relationships with people, my like work, everything going on around me, the most consistent thing in the past three years, the most consistent and stable thing has been my finances. And that was God's way of showing to me after reflecting on it. That I was not that far away from him. But I felt like I was. I was running. Not to the father. But I was running away from the father. Because I felt like I was so far away from him. That there's no hope for me. And. The more I kept running the other direction. The enemy would tell me. And reassure me. That there was no hope for me. And that I've I've went astray too far. And that I just can never go back. And the girl I once was where I was really deep down into my faith. And I was like just what felt like the purest, most innocent version of myself. I will never be her again. And I remember when I started therapy. I would always, always reflect and just talk about how I miss so much being that girl who was so firm in her faith and who was so happy and joyful and at peace. And she was so kind and generous and selfless. And she was so confident and humbled. And she literally bared such good fruits. And she was just such a pure and innocent girl and I miss being her so much I would always talk about that 
how I just want to be her again. And here I am. I've given it all. I've laid it all down. And the expectations I had within growing for myself and everything, I've surpassed this, honestly. I'm not only her, but I'm I've made such a greater change. I'm not going to say, oh, I was better than my past self, but like genuinely the faith that I felt then and the purity and innocence that I was then to now, the Lord's redeemed me and I've been completely set free and he's given me a clean slate and I cannot be happier right now. I'm so content and so at peace and all that I would ever tell anyone is, yeah, I know I struggle with depression and yeah, I know I struggle with a lot of mental illness, different things. <laughs> I just want to know what true happiness is. That was all like that was literally like on my bucket list. The number one thing is if I live this life. The only thing I want out of life is to know what true happiness is because I was so desperate for it because I never have felt like personally that I've ever found it. And here I am. And it's not true happiness, but it's true joy that I found. I know what it feels like to be loved now and to feel so content and at peace with life. Do I know what's happening in my life? Do I, like, in the sense of, like, am I in control of it? No. Is it scary sometimes? Yeah. But I pray about it, and I just trust and continue to have my full faith in Christ <laughs> and in God's plan for me. And I know that I have a purpose because I could really get into it, but... It's just, I really trust him, is what my point is. <laughs> I really trust him. And so with that being said, I just want to share a few things I've learned over this past two months or so now, month and a half, um, after really trying to make change and grow. I would love to take all the credit for myself, but I'm not the one who cleaned my slate, and I'm not the one who forgave me and understood me and healed my pain and sorrow and broken heart and everything it was God and believe it or not I don't have anything to prove to you but I know what I know and here a few things I've learned is be where your feet are be in the present moment don't be stuck in the past. You can't do anything about it. What you can do is you can take what happened. You can reflect on it. You can mend your heart. You can heal. And you can move on. And you can pray for those who did you wrong. Because at the end of the day, the reason we pray for our enemies or the people who betrayed us or have lied to us or who have broken our trust and just whatever it is, is because 
they're the ones hurting because they don't know Christ. You ever thought about that? They're in pain and they are blinded by the world and the enemy and they act in such a way they're the ones hurting most, not us. Like, yeah, it hurts in the moment. Yeah, it hurts our feelings. But we're supposed to be strong. And they're the ones hurting. So pray for them. And that's why people say that. Is when people are mean to you, they're the ones hurting. Kind of makes sense if you really meditate on it. Forgive them. Not for them, but for yourself. You need to make peace with it. It is so hard to make peace with some of the people that have done me wrong. Or who have just hurt my feelings. But I have made progress in healing for myself and growing. But also something to think about is... If God can always be there for you and always forgive you of your sins, you can forgive them. If he can forgive you, you can forgive them. If the Lord can trust you a thousand times, you can trust them a thousand times. Now, I'm not saying be blinded by their faults, but if they truly make change, and you see that change and it's been confirmed by the Lord, trust them again. It is so hard. It is so hard, let me tell you. But you have to keep God in the center of everything you're doing. You have to do it all for the Lord. Um, another thing that I've learned or that I've been learning is change is good. Change needs to be welcomed. The Lord changes you. The Lord gives you seasons to go through and grow through. The seasons change for a reason. And I used to be a person where I wasn't susceptible to change. I did not want it at all. This is who I am. It is what it is. I am who I am. That was a motto. <laughs> but if I did not change my mindset, if I didn't change my heart, if I didn't change my values, my beliefs, I can tell you this right now. I wouldn't be here <laughs> in many of the different things, I've, situations I've been in. If I didn't change something about it, honestly, I wouldn't be here. But change is good. It's scary. But it's inevitable. Allow yourself the opportunity to grow and to become your full potential. Don't limit who you can be. There's no sense in doing that. And even if you don't believe what I believe or have the same values that I have, that is okay. But whatever keeps you grounded and disciplined allow it to do so even if you think that you're in control and that you're doing it all by yourself that is completely fine but don't limit who you can be
Anyways. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other things I've been learning, but I can't really think anymore. <laughs> oh, another thing I've been learning. Nothing is good or bad. And this took a moment for me to wrap my head around. Nothing is good or bad. Everything is just an experience. This is something that I needed to definitely learn because I was a very indecisive person. Now I'm not so indecisive, but I'm saying yes to the things I want to say yes to, and I'm saying no to the things I want to say no to. And at the end of the day, I'm protecting my peace and I'm guarding my heart. But nothing is good or bad. Everything is just an experience. For me, when I would come upon decisions, I never knew what was the best decision. I was always so scared to make a decision because I wanted to pick what was the good thing, like what I was supposed to pick. Like I wanted someone to tell me, like it, it's not that it felt like a trick question, but I didn't want to pick the wrong thing and regret it. But nothing is good or bad. Just make a decision. If you don't like that decision, change it change it it's really not that hard and yeah I know some things are very serious and you have to make a very firm decision but at least for me and my beliefs I can't make a decision that God doesn't already know I'm about to make God has my whole life planned out whole life he already knows what's to come before it happens, before it comes. However, be mindful in what you're making a decision in. For me, if it's not glorifying God or it's not helping me grow my relationship with him or God wouldn't do it himself, I'm not doing it. If it's hindering my relationship. Because it means too much to me. Now, not everything, well, whatever, <laughs> uh, but yes, there's no such thing as a bad or good decision or anything. Everything is just an experience, and I say this because it's all about your perspective and how you look at it, because I could look at something and be like, that was mean, that was rude, that was terrible, horrible, why would you do that? But you could be thinking, well, that was great, that was wonderful, that was so joyful, that was, like, you know, my purpose. We could have a difference of an opinion, you know, and it's all about your perspective. So be firm in who you are and your beliefs and your values and make decisions that you know are going to help you not hinder you. Another thing I've been learning is life isn't that serious. And some people will be like, oh, but it is serious. Like, there's serious decisions you gotta make. There's, if you make it serious. We have this one life, okay? We have this one life that we live. 
Why so serious? Why do you got to be so serious? Again, for me, my beliefs. God wants me to enjoy this life. He wants me to walk in to every day being so happy and ready to take on the day. By just waking up, putting on some clothes, occasionally taking a shower. Just kidding. (laughs) Taking a shower, getting ready, eating breakfast, whatever it may be. And he wants me to walk out the door every day just to enjoy what he has planned for me. Because no matter the decisions I make, no matter the things I do, God already has it planned out. And I think that's wonderful, quite honestly, because I love surprises. Anytime that I used to go pick up my friends or whatever it may be, I would have a whole list of things for us to do. We would probably wouldn't even do half of the list, but we'd do maybe one or two. But it's just I would have everything planned out. Just I wanted to surprise them. I'd keep it su- a surprise, and I'd just be like, oh, it's okay. Like, just, you know, be excited for what's to come and trust me, you know? Like, I would want my friends to trust me. So, with that being said, for me anyways, I wake up every morning and I trust the Lord that He has it all planned out. And I just include Him in my day through prayer constantly. But I get so excited to see the people that I meet and the connections I make and the things I do and be excited for life. Stop taking it so seriously because then you don't fully enjoy what's happening in front of you. I used to take things so seriously thinking if I made one wrong move or like if I were to say the wrong thing or like just all this stuff like I would overthink and just do all this stuff that was so unnecessary And I wasn't enjoying what was going on in front of me. Sometimes people will be like, oh, why did you go and purchase that or purchase this? Or like, I do it because it makes me happy. Again, I pray about my finances, so I don't ever worry about my finances. But I do it because it makes me happy. I'm living in the moment. I'm not taking life so seriously. Like, I... Literally, am unconditionally, unconditionally, well, yeah, (laughs) what I was going to say is I am literally, there's a word I want to say, but I don't know (laughs) what the word is. Anyways, I am literally wholeheartedly myself 24-7. I'm done hiding and switching my personalities for the people around me trying to um words are not coming into my brain right now but i'm wholeheartedly myself 24/7 and i'm not changing for anyone and well i mean unless god wants me to then i'll be you know making change and progress and healing and whatnot but I am wholeheartedly myself and I take life not that seriously because I'm enjoying what's going on in front of me. The past is in the past. Can't do anything about that. Why am I going to dwell on it? Give it to God. Pray about it. Make amends with it. Move on. I'm not going to worry about the future for tomorrow 
well, what is it? Hold on. <laughs> um, I'm not going to worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Period. Um, but that's true. I'm not going to worry about the future because God has it all under control. Why am I going to get anxious and overthink the things that I don't have any control over? No point. I'm going to live in the present. I'm going to make sure God is the driver and I'm the passenger, not the other way around. And I'm going to live the life that God has intended for me. He's going to guide me down my path naturally because I'm following him, including him in everything. He's going to show me my purpose naturally through the natural gifts that I was born with. I mean, here we are. I have a podcast now. God gave me that idea and put that on my heart. And I prayed about it, prayed about it, prayed about it. And I finally made it a reality. But... I have a way with words. (laughs) We already talked about that. And so here we are, you know. God has something great for me. I feel it. I know it. I'm reassured in it. I ask for that reassurance. He comforts me, loves me. I'm not taking life seriously. And most importantly is I'm not taking anything personally. Not taking anything personally. Obviously, I have my moments. (laughs) We all do. We're not perfect. But a big thing that I have been working on is not taking things so personally. It's not that serious. It doesn't matter the tone of voice someone uses against me. It doesn't matter because it matters what they say. It's not the tone of voice. It's what they say. Is what they're saying true? Is what they're saying true and how they say it a little harsh, but I needed to hear it? Who knows? <laughs> You're welcome for that. Um, but I'm not taking things so personally. It's not that serious. If you take everything so serious, how are you going to enjoy? How are you going to enjoy the world around you? At least in my life, <laughs> I would try my very best to be in control of everything. Once you give yourself the freedom of living life and being free from everything that's holding you back, you'll find joy, you'll find peace, you'll find patience, you'll find everything naturally. And that's another thing is I kept trying to take control. Actually, the past few days, I've been trying to control a lot of things that I have no control over. Finally, I just laid it to God because I'm like, at this point, control or not, you already know. And me trying to control it and still getting very frustrated and upset, there's no point. Because obviously, I'm not paying attention to what's happening in front of me. There's a reason for the season. So I'm going to patiently wait and I'm going to work on myself and do what you want me to do. In the past month and a half now, I've read three books, and these books are really good. Definitely my recommendations for if you are wanting, because change happens through changing your mindset wholeheartedly, and these three books, I came across them, and I think they're really good. The first one is The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy. This book, I actually took a, 
half a year, honestly, to end up finishing it. But this book was really good and something, obviously, I took a lot of time to read because it was something that I really had to meditate on and just kind of, I don't know, get my bearings about. This book talks about how you are in control of your thoughts and your mind, which you are. You're in control of what you let influence you, what, well, what influences you. And what influences you influences your mind, soul, and body. I wonder who told me that. Only if you will understand. Anyways. Um... But what you give energy to has life over you. What you give energy to has life over you. If you're trying to find happiness or joy or something that's actually going to stay, take a look around you. Take a look at what you are giving life to. If it's temporary... If it is temporary, it's not going to last. It's not going to last. But anyways, this book talks about just a lot of things that I could never think of for myself. <laughs> but it was really good talks a lot about how you can control your thinking, you can control your thoughts, and how to re, not reconnect, but rewire your brain and your way of thinking. And it goes through a lot of, like, there's a lot of chapters in it, because, like, there's one chapter that really hit home for me, because I, again, used to struggle with mental health, um, and it was talking about how, I don't know, it was something about if I give life to it, give life to something, and I meditate so wholeheartedly on it, and I overwhelm my thoughts with it, of course it'll destroy me. Your way of thinking is so much more powerful than what you think. That's why you need to love yourself. And that's what I've been doing, too, is I've been telling myself a lot of affirmations, even as silly as it sounds, because my therapist would always tell me, why don't you say you should tell yourself affirmations and, you know, talk gratitude and, you know, give thanks and everything. And I never understood it. It didn't make sense to me. I thought it was silly. And now every morning, I will definitely try to start my day out by not only praying. Um, that's definitely one of the first things I do is pray. But then I will... Just talk about everything that I'm so grateful for. And all I got to say is just speaking such truth. I have such a different appreciation for life than I have ever had. Because I'm so humbled and just so joyful about everything that I possess or the qualities I possess or the relationships I possess. Like everything, honestly feels a little too good to be true because I changed my perspective and I actually became content and satisfied about the lifestyle and the life I'm living 
and giving it the time of day to actually be thankful for it. Just a thought. It sounds silly. Tell me, like, trust me, I know. Then I started doing it, and I'm like, oh, this, I mean, yeah, it's kind of silly, because I'm just kind of talking to myself, and obviously, I'm a very verbal person, so I'm, like, talking verbally aloud to myself, but anyways. Another book I read was The Four Agreements by Miguel Ruiz, um, and that's a really good book, um, and what I mean by that's a really good book, I read it in, like, a week and a half, and it was really good. I mean, it's a short book. Of course, you can read it a week and a half. But the reason I take a long time in my books is because I write a lot in my books. My books end up becoming journals and diaries at the end of it. Um, but that's where I learned to not take things so personally and to give myself the freedom to live this life that I, like, mentally Mentally give myself the freedom to live this life in pure joy. Um, it's a really good book. Definitely recommend it. Um, and lastly, The Body Keeps Score um, by Basil. Um, it's a really good book. I'm reading it right now. I'm almost done with it. It is a really good book. I really do recommend it. I have a lot of trauma that I have endured and I am getting through. Um, I've already made peace with it for the most part, um, really because I gave it to God and I asked for his healing and his grace. Um, so I'm no longer bothered by it, but this book, it's not really one of those books who will teach you or like necessarily like give you all the steps of how to go about something in the sense of like, oh, this is how you're going to heal. Do this, this, and this. It's more so in the sense talking about this doctor and his um, experiences in learning how to heal trauma. And along the way, he mentions ways that he's helped people overcome their trauma and grow from it. And I'm a person where it's like I read in between the lines and I do take a lot away from just the little things that are said. And so in doing so, this book has um, really kind of rewired my thoughts a little bit on some things. Um, but to each their own. Not everyone um, will want to necessarily take out the time to read a book where you have to really do a lot of thinking, which I understand. I mean, reading is a pleasurable thing. So, anyways, those are my top three book recommendations because in the past month and a half, they've really impacted me a lot. And, of course, the Bible. I mean, that's kind of my go-to. <laughs> um, anyways. So, yes, I've made a lot of change the past month and a half, two months now. Um... And I'm very happy about it. Very proud about it. God is good. And I hope whatever you are going through, that you find the hope, that you find what you're looking for. And if you're confused, if you are lost, if you are desperate like I was, just know that you have every that you have all the control 
in the world to make a change for yourself. If you don't like the way you're living, change it. Don't hold yourself back. Especially when no one else is. Why would you want to be holding yourself back? There's no reason for it. Go after your dreams. This life isn't that serious. Take the chances that don't feel... What? Hold on. Take the chances and risks that you're scared to take. As long as it doesn't hurt you, of course. Like, be reasonable, you know. Don't do anything dumb. But... Get out of your comfort zone. Make change. Let yourself find true joy, not temporary happiness. And just know that no matter what is going on in your life, you always have someone rooting for you who loves you and who is appreciative of you. Because that person's me. Because I used to struggle so much and I'm not saying that all my struggles and everything are all gone I still struggle I well everyone is human that's why I keep saying not take everything so seriously is life is life everyone's human we all make mistakes oh and another thing real quickly is get comfortable with the uncomfortable the sooner you learn that the sooner wait the sooner you learn that the better There's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of things that could have been uncomfortable for me when I was going or while it was happening or whatever it may be, but I got comfortable and I accepted it for what it was, didn't take it that seriously, and I was free from it to where it didn't bother me, didn't overthink it, didn't let it consume me. Because I'm in control of what I give energy to and what takes my time. Don't let anything live rent-free in your head or anything like that. You're in control of what you let influence you. Just know that. Know that you're loved, you're appreciative. I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. You are wonderful and amazing. Remember that. If you ever need a friend or someone to talk to, you're always more than welcome to reach out. I hope you have a wonderful day. And I'll be praying for you. Yeah. Bye.